0: I think so, yeah. All right. I got my
1: coffee.
0: <laughs> I should have got coffee. <sighs> yeah, that sounds like such a good idea.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind, if you don't know mind asking?
2: Uh, it, it's vanilla latte. It comes out of one of those satchels, and you just add um, hot satchel. water and milk. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah.
3: Those are nice.
2: Yeah. Nice.
0: It's fancy.
3: Don't have to wait for water in the pot to boil <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i used to be a barista and i really want to get one of those espresso makers
2: oh yeah the, those things are expensive but yeah they are <laughs> they're like they dollars yep
0: we got a
4: french press not too long ago and it's it's a lot better than like drip coffee
0: those are nice i really like french press coffee that's what we do most of the time
2: I've just gone, uh, I can't stand instant coffee. Anything else, and it's fine.
4: I don't yeah. mind instant coffee. I'm not picky when it comes to <laughs> caffeine. Not a nah, like well, coffee um,
0: snob. Just mainline that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I, sometimes I just eat the beans. I don't know. Oh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I can see doing that. Uh, especially if you get um one of those espresso martinis. They always oh, garnish okay. it with a couple.
0: <laughs> no, those are great. I love those. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> That's not gross. Anyway, <laughs> I'm very upset by that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink coffee out of necessity. I don't drink coffee to enjoy it.
2: <laughs> I would say I enjoy out. it. Yeah. yeah coffee, coffee too. is very
3: much a drug for me.
0: <laughs> well, it's a drug you can enjoy if you find the right one.
3: Well. Yeah, I
0: guess, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be doing yeah.
3: drugs, it should be to enjoy it, not because you have to. <laughs>
4: That's
0: a good just point. bad
3: things about my habits. Do uh, you put it, lots it's... of
4: sugar and cream in your coffee, Troy?
3: I do. I do. Unless, unless I'm up with, like, when it's like I'm watching the kid and I just need to stay awake, then it's like black coffee and I just <laughs> chug it and I hate myself. Yeah. You know what I actually do? All right, here's what I do. If I'm going to be like a fancy boy in the morning, I'm like, I need caffeine to keep myself awake, but I want it to taste good. Get my coffee out. Put some vanilla uh, uh, sugar-free sweetener into it because, you know, I'm trying to wash my sugar intake. And then I put a spoonful <laughs> of brown sugar into it. And then I put in just a little bit of almond extract and then stir that all up and put the coffee in.
2: Uh, I'm going to change your life forever. Um, uh-huh. Is it brown <laughs> sugar or raw sugar? That brown, you're sugar. In? brown sugar.
3: Brown sugar. I like the taste of brown sugar. Yeah, don't do it, that. It,
2: no, that's that's so much that's so much worse. Um Sacrilege. for you. It, it it's like molasses and whatnot, it it's really bad <laughs> for you. So what you want is raw sugar. It actually tastes better than white sugar and In coffee um, at least. Yeah. I agree.
4: I usually drink my coffee black, but raw sugar well, doesn't like mix in
0: as well. The rosher, Ooh. it kind of melts into the coffee when it's really? hot enough. Yeah. And
2: that's what's have, well, really good about okay,
4: it. Okay, yeah, I usually drink iced coffee, so... Oh, iced coffee
0: uh, is yeah. pretty good, too. I, I like, really cold like cold, cold brew. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, cold brew is really good. Uh, then you want so, um, some of the uh, maple syrup or something in there, because that stuff uh, actually dissolves into cold brew fairly well. Just a little bit. Don't so, speaking...
1: Much.
0: Speaking of coffee, uh, one of my favorite lines in all of Star Trek is there's coffee in that nebula. It's a, it's from an episode of uh, Voyager. And it's a show where they're stranded in the Delta Quadrant, which is like 70 years from Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Janeway, uh, is, she's the captain and she's obsessed with coffee. And I guess the replic- replicators don't really make authentic coffee like that. Their coffee kind of <laughs> sucks or something. Uh, so, you know.
2: Uh, my theory yeah, on Segway,
0: segue segue <laughs> my, my, my theories
2: my theory on that is uh all replicator um coffee is instant coffee
0: yes yes i totally agree that's a good fan theory yeah. i like that head uh,
4: so yeah uh hello welcome to too young for this hit the podcast that's now a picard uh, star trek picard uh recap podcast Where we um, talking about coffee yep <laughs> uh, i'm tyler that was eric uh, Troy left. Uh, MC's here. Hey, MC. Hey. I don't know where
2: Troy, Troy went. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm guessing uh, he went to get something or do something, which is why I asked for the 15 minutes before. Yeah. Joining. <laughs> but, like, I, I I was in the middle of playing a video game, and then I got the message, and I was like, "Oh shit! Right, that's today." <laughs> At least I wasn't
0: running late this time. <laughs>
4: I feel like Troy's, like, barricading himself in so Becky can't scare him.
2: Oh,
0: that's probably what
4: it <laughs> <Yeah>. is.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, two out of three, it's happened. It, it, there seems to be a pattern forming, so probably a yeah. good idea. <laughs> All
3: right. Sorry. I strung up a bunch of pots and pans outside the door. So that if anybody <laughs> comes up <out laughs> <of the speakers, laughs> you called it here. Oh, what's up? Are we starting? We started. Yeah. <laughs> Our plans so, have been um, foiled.
4: Yeah. I, I hope Becky tries it again. <laughs> uh, so today we're talking about episode three, The End is the Beginning. And I think the title makes more
0: sense this time. A little bit. Isn't yeah, that yeah. a Smashing pumpkin song? I don't know. I want to say it's a Smashing pumpkin song. The End is the Beginning is the End or something. Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But yeah, so uh, I'm going to do the summary and I'm like looking at this and I felt confident in the way I spelled the names that they would, they would like sound like they look and I'm less confident that I'm going to say the names correctly now.
3: (laughs) Can I ask you a question before we start? Sure. Who has a dying cat in their house right now?
4: Oh, that's my cat.
3: Okay. I was like, it could be you or MC. It's hard to say for sure.
4: (laughs) There's...
0: He's hey,
1: probably going to do that. I have, like,
0: five cats, so...
1: Oh, it could, could have been any three of you. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, none of them are currently meowing.
2: In my house, it's... um, They they knock things over <laughs> and then run away, <laughs> and I think someone's breaking into the house. Oh, my
3: gosh. Can I tell you guys a story real quick before we get started? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Last yes. night, wife's asleep in the bedroom. I'm asleep in the nursery. we got a little, like, mattress on the floor in there so that I can be next to the baby. Aww. Just in. It's like 11.30 and I'm like kind of half awake, rolling over, trying to get comfortable again. Because it's not the most comfortable mattress in the world. When there's just like the biggest like slam I've ever heard. And I was like, what the hell was that? And obviously it wasn't the baby because he's tiny. He can't make a sound that big. <laughs> so I came running upstairs, check on my wife. And she's like the hell was that and i was like that's what i said so then i grabbed a sweatshirt because i didn't have a shirt on and a baseball bat because that's my security because i don't (laughs) believe in firearms and i ran outside because it sounded like it was coming from outside and what it was is right outside the window of the nursery there's some like wooden patio chairs and apparently it was windy as hell last night and it blew one of the patio chairs over so it fell and slammed into the porch like maybe two feet outside of the window where i was sleeping next to Scared the crap out of me. (laughs) So I have a question about your sure. baseball
4: bat. Have you played baseball recently? Is that a bat no, you've God. just been carrying around forever? No, it's a tiny ball bat. Or do you have it literally bat. for security?
3: It's, it's a T-ball bat that I have for security. I got a T-ball okay. bat instead of a full-size baseball bat because I figure in a, a home security scenario, there's a good chance you're going to be like in a hallway when you confront the person who's breaking into your good home. Point. And in that yeah. case, you don't want something big and heavy that you have to swing around. You just want something that's firm and small enough that you can like swing it in the tight quarters of a hallway. So it's, a, it's a little aluminum T-ball Element. bat.
2: Yeah nice
3: yeah like one hit and it's gonna be like bent in half but if i hit you with it and bent in half you're gonna feel it
4: that'll do it
0: so anyways if if
3: say if say some (laughs) romulans broke into my house that's how i defend myself i
0: tried nice segue you you mean rhombuses is that what the notes say
4: (laughs) that's what i wanted to call them the first time but yeah so the episode starts out back on Mars again. We're like 14 years ago and then we see like the same thing we saw at the beginning of the last one. Uh, then we see Picard and Rafi talking about um, yeah. Mars burning and I guess uh, Picard's trying to convince Starfleet to like do something and he's like, you know what? You do this or I'm I'm going to retire. I'm going to leave. And they're like, leave. We don't care. And then Rafi gets fired, too, so she's real mad about that. Um, And then we're back in the future, or the present. It's all in the future, I guess. So, yeah. So (laughs) we're back in the present, and uh, Rafi and Picard are speaking, and she's still angry. And she's like, I'm not going to help you, but then she does. So she gets in my pilot, whose name is Rios, I think.
0: Yeah, Rios, (laughs) I think. Rios. Rios, okay.
4: Yeah, I spelled this out how it sounded, and I, I, like I said, i not confident <laughs> that I'll recognize them. So he's a real cool dude, and he's like real good at managing pain because when we meet him, he just has this like shard of, I think he called it tritanium uh, <laughs> yeah. in his shoulder, and then a hologram removes it, and he doesn't want the dermal regeneration for some reason because he's too cool for modern technology. He's like, I want the scar. I want to look cool. Um. <laughs> yep so then what happens let's see I lost myself um, Picard and friends get attacked by the Romulan spec ops and like one of them they like defeat all of them but the one's like really lagging behind like he showed up real late and <laughs> he runs into the room <laughs> and then he gets shot by the scientist uh, woman uh, what is her name I wrote it down Agnes <laughs> it's <laughs> a great name and so I'm going to Break in the middle right here and ask where did she get that gun from?
2: The floor.
3: Yeah, I, I think but she came from like the
4: hallway, and I, they all I, fall I, in that room.
3: I don't have a hard time believing that as one of them got knocked over, their their gun it, like, like flew. flew back into a hallway. Yeah,
4: I like to think she brought it. She just had a Romulan gun <laughs> for some reason, and she's like, "It was on stun. It doesn't have a stun." Um, yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then. Uh, we go to, uh, we have her name Soji Osher. I think that's the first time we got like her actual name. Yeah. 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 Uh, so she is talking to someone named Ramda, who was uh, a reclaimed Romulan. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I know you from tomorrow. And then she's like, which sister are you? The one that lives or the one that dies? And then she tries to kill herself. And then Soji stops it. And before that, she calls her the destroyer. And then, yep, Soji talks to her mom and she's like, How's Dodge? And she's like, She's thinking about getting a puppy. And then Soji like falls asleep in like a weird hypnotic way. And uh, then Picard and friends are all aboard Rios' ship and they all fly off to uh, go to Free Cloud. Which is a place that, like it, I don't. It Did doesn't sound it? like a place.
3: I know. Did I thought that was going to be like know. some secret organization or something.
0: They're like, no, it's just a place. Of course, he's on free yeah. cloud. I'm like, oh, what, what's free cloud? I was wondering if it was like a casino planet.
4: Maybe I don't. When or I saw something. Rafi like see it on her computer, it looked like a pop up to me. Like I thought she yeah. had. Like I was like, do they not have ad blockers in the future? <laughs> There's
3: no ad blocking
4: in a socialist utopia. Nice. Also, apparently, there's
3: a lot of poor people in a socialist utopia.
2: Yeah, that's... Are we at the point where
3: we can start talking about it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. Why are there poor people? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, there's... um, This whole society is supposed to be a socialist utopia Mm -hmm. with, like, replicators and everything else. There's free food and water everywhere. We are a post-scarcity
3: society with no economy, except for Picard has a lot of land and a vineyard and Rafi has a truck. And she's real upset about the fact she has a truck, which makes no sense because it's a post-scarcity society. She should be able to push a button and have a palatial estate pop up out of nothing because they have replicators.
0: I think uh, it was kind of hinting that there's maybe a little bit of hypocrisy going on with their society that we've never Mm -hmm. really seen before in the series. Which yeah. is kind of a cool metaphor for today, but it kind of flies in the face of some of the stuff we've seen before, I guess, canon wise. I, I'm i
3: not usually the person like I, I will jokingly be upset about like something ruining the canon or something like that. Usually it doesn't sure. really bother me, though. Same. But this actually bothers me. Like that's kind yeah. of one of the tentpole parts of Star Trek is that like we're past the economy, we're past poverty and then this is like suddenly that's a thing. Huh. And so, um,
0: it's just, I don't know. There might be another side to it. Um, I'm not really sure, but it seems that at least Starfleet is a very merit based. Um, right. Has a very merit based structure. And maybe um, society on earth is kind of like that too. But that also, that doesn't sound like it but would it's,
3: work. Like a merit based economy is still an economy. Like,
2: yeah,
0: yeah.
3: The-
2: But here's the thing, it's also, like, a lot of the things that have been said up to this point, they don't show, like, a lot of Earth, and we don't really see, like, this disparaging, like, wage or, like, living stature until Mm -hmm. this show. And it's really weird that they're just, like, now, like, oh, yeah, it's still a socialist utopia, but look... People live in different ways, and Raffi's all upset about John Luke having his um, estate, and mm-hmm. she's stuck out in the desert.
3: It's, that's the part pretty that Pretty much in me. RV. If she wasn't upset about it, if she was like, yeah, this is where I live because this is what I deserve. Like, you know, I sit here, I've got my weird, like, drug flowers that i that i vape because because i vape in the future <laughs> and you know i'm i'm happy this is all i need i didn't need your big palatial state then i'd be fine with it but she seems real upset that she lives in an rv in the desert and so she shouldn't because that's Which is, that's what yeah. being in a post-scarcity socialist utopia means is that if you're upset about your living situation you can just change it
0: like yeah. that but it's that- weird because she lives at vasquez rocks i mean that place is awesome <laughs> Like Yeah, hasn't she seen how many movies her
3: home is in?
4: (laughs) So I have a theory.
3: Okay, Okay. I'd love to hear this. You want to hear this theory?
4: Did did I edit in the music last time? I can't remember. You did. Um, Yeah.
3: You mean a conspiracy theory?
4: Yes, it's a conspiracy theory. So I think this has nothing to do with actually in Star Trek universe. I, I think MC will agree with me. This is Hillary Clinton trying to scare people. ...away from socialism.
0: <laughs> <Walked> <laughs> Troy just
4: away. walked away.
2: <laughs> Troy, Troy, Troy already knows my distaste for that, that particular person and the things I'm that
3: not even particularly pro-Hillary Clinton. I'm just not that anti-Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the
4: DNC is terrified of Bernie, so they are paying uh, CBS All Access... <laughs> to scare people away from socialism. They're like, socialism's not the thing you think it is. You think it's that cool thing of Star Trek? Well, you know what? The Star Trek one sucks too. Everybody got unlimited this, uh... everything, but still.
2: <laughs> hey, to tell you the Listen, truth, I-, I reckon Rios has the best out of all of them. He's got his own ship.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. everybody should have their own ship. Picard yeah. shouldn't be like, give me a ship. He should go down to the rebel mat and push the button that says ship,
4: and one yeah. should appear. Yeah, I was wondering why like, she would have connections to ships and pilots that he wouldn't, like... Drugs.
1: Drugs.
2: Uh, <laughs> Drugs? <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there, <laughs> there's also um, the thing that um, uh, Picard says like, about how she sees things and observes things so maybe uh it has something to do with that side of her how her brain works like she just knows people yeah Yeah. i could see that like she's the kind of person
3: who like would be out at the bar and be like that person's fine that person's fine that person's secretly a smuggler that's a romulan disguised as a vulcan that person's fine That's a Romulan from the Mirror Universe because she's wearing sunglasses. Conspiracy (laughs)
1: theory. Yeah. (laughs) Can we
0: talk about Commander O's shades? What what was that all about? She's from the Mirror Universe.
3: (gasps) We know. We know. Sorry, Tyler. What is this? We know. Wait, wait, wait. wait, Okay. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So, Tyler. That's such a subtle
0: thing. So, Tyler. Tyler, But it it fell out of place because it's like, who, who, why? It just felt weird. But that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense.
2: Isn't it just the humans who have the eye condition?
3: <laughs> Not necessarily. This one time in the 60s. This one time in the 60s, Kirk was getting onto the transporter, but there was a storm happening, and then he beamed back up to the ship, but, oh, no, what's going on? Spock has a goatee. Why does Spock have a goatee? Oh, (laughs) shoot. It turns out we're in an evil universe where everybody's evil and everybody has a goatee. There's evil versions of Nurse Chapel, and she's got a goatee. There's evil versions of Sue, and he's got a goatee. Everybody's evil. Everybody's got a goatee. Does everyone really have
4: a goatee?
0: Don't worry. No. He got better. No. But then... Some of them have scars on their faces instead. Then, later... That's how you know they're before
3: evil. Before that, in Discovery, there was a guy who was the captain of the Discovery, and he was real sensitive. Oh, this like, is a huge like,
0: spoiler right he's here. He's like,
3: I was in this one battle, and my eyes are just real sensitive now. So whenever there's a ship going to blow up on this cool this view screen, I'm going to be real cool. I'm going to turn around, I'm going to put some eye drops in, and then I'm going to stand there and stare at the explosion like... Arr! And he does that throughout <laughs> the whole first half of the season. And then... Oh, snap. The Discovery gets sent to the Mere universe. That's crazy. He was just talking about like, don't worry, guys, we're going to go home soon. And then they end up in the mirror universe. How did that happen? And then they're trying to figure out how to escape. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Turns out? He's from the mirror universe. And it turns out people in the mirror universe have a sensitivity to light. And so that's what the eyedrops were all about. It wasn't because of a battle. It's just because he was from the mirror universe. So now Commander O, either a Vulcan, which is a very sunny desert planet, or a Romulan, who are from a very sunny desert planet, yeah. suddenly needs to wear sunglasses when she's hanging out in
0: Okinawa. <laughs> she's from the mirror universe. I think, I think Troy called it. I really do. I think there's got to be something to that.
3: And you know what? I thought it... I've listened to podcasts yes. about this episode, and nobody's mentioned that theory yet. That is well, me. It,
0: That's all me. It's funny. I actually made a note just about her shades, but I never connected that. Yeah, I was her like, shades That's so her, random.
4: Her with That's the shades so random is yeah. the screenshot I picked for the thumbnail. So this works out <laughs> well. <laughs> can can the the
3: thumbnail say Commodore? Oh snap!
1: <laughs> sure, <'Cause laughs>
3: <one
2: named O. laughs>
3: uh, So. I really I joined to- today just to say that theory because I needed to get that theory on the record because I'm really <laughs> excited about it. Could it that be like exciting.
4: Mirror o like, Mi- like M-I-R-R-I-O. Oh, yeah, really emphasize the O on there. Mirror. <laughs>
3: M-I-R-R-O-H-R.
4: You know I can't
0: understand spelling
4: Question out loud. Question
2: mark? <laughs> <laughs> we went over this last episode.
0: Yeah, when I spelled out my podcast.
3: <laughs> oh man uh, so That's all. I, I have one other thing I want to talk about other than that I'm just going to sit here and wait until you guys need me well, so
4: there's one thing I want to talk about that I just thought of uh, so back to uh, I forgot his name uh, the guy with the ship <laughs> uh, Oh yes. Rios. Uh, Captain Rios. Rios yeah so I was talking about him not wanting the dermal regenerator and I also noticed you know like um uh, Rafi, Rafi, sure, Rafi, Rafi, yeah. Like so she was like guy. vaping, but he's smoking a cigar. So I think he probably really is like anti-technology, except for he has a really expensive <laughs> and nice ship that definitely has and a technology. lot of holograms. Yeah.
0: yeah, and a hologram that looks just like him two holograms with different accents oh that's
3: right he gave his emh is a hologram of him with a british accent and then his the one that's an engineer is a hologram of him with a scottish accent it's so good
0: that was pretty bizarre
2: (laughs) yeah yeah it was kind of like like his
0: like his uh consciousness talking to himself a little bit during that one scene Mm -hmm. maybe one's like the good angel on the shoulder and the other's like the devil on the shoulder I hope he has a lot more holograms. I hope like <laughs> point they're on the ship and
2: he's yeah. like,
3: ah, oh, you guys, I'm feeling really peckish. Anybody want a quesadilla? And then like Chef that the
0: emergency chef Is hologram French. shows up. <laughs> yeah, cool. shows, Why not? Why not? That's incredible. <laughs> uh so I love uh did anyone notice like the ship's uh user interface, like the screens on the ship? I mm-hmm. thought that looked amazing. I mean, I know it's, like, a small um, little detail, but I thought that looked great.
3: It was very Mass Effect to me. It reminded yeah, me of, the of yeah. Joker's yeah. In the face on Mass Effect. Exactly. Which is, like, kind of the dog wagon to tell, because Mass Effect, <laughs> like, Mass Effect feels to me like Bioware was like, can we please make a Star Trek game? And CBS yeah. was like, nah, dog, no way. And they're like, all right, fine, we'll make our own Star Trek with hookers and blackjack.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> you know what? Screw the whole thing. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what were you saying, MC? I know you were uh, bringing something up.
2: Oh, um, right at the beginning, that scene between Picard and Raffi where they're trying to get uh, help for the Romulans, and mm-hmm. they actually talk about just all the offboard ships and retired, and that was... Whose theory was that from last time?
3: Uh, well, it kind of ties in with what Eric said I guess Picard told us that that's what they were doing cuz he was yeah. he was trying to Dunkirk it cuz he was they were like yeah. they were talking about how uh, she was like so what happened they said there's not enough ships and he's like yeah and she's like but you were ready for that and you told him that we can use these ships and he's like mhm and she's like but they told you there was enough manpower but you were ready for that I like that they had like clearly like battle planned this together and mm-hmm. it was I understood it I was like <laughs> that's, that's a Dunkirk plan they were trying to do yeah. a Dunkirk and they did not do a
2: Dunkirk <laughs> No, and uh, Picard ends up quitting.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it seems Raffi gets fired from the same in, in the same scene, yeah, which is that interesting.
3: Is that that to me speaks to kind of the fall of, of Starfleet here, because like not only like Picard in that scene says like I never thought I'd see the day that Starfleet would give in to like xenophobia or, or whatever yeah. His, yeah. his line is there about how disappointing he is. But I'm yeah. disappointed in Starfleet for that, and also for, like, why are you firing the first officer for the captain, or the at the, that point he's an admiral, for the admiral designing to resign? Like, there was nothing that she should have gotten fired there for. Like, she got fired just for being associated with him, which is also, like, that's not Starfleet. That's not how that works. Yeah. Shame on them.
0: I, I So... I kind of liked that she, I I understood where she was coming from being so upset with Picard. It wasn't that she, she got fired. It's that he never checked up on her. She was like a really big part or he was a really big part of her life. And he just kind of went to his vineyard and uh, said, peace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's weird.
2: That, that, that's the big thing at the end of um, the first scene. And uh, then it cuts into the opening Mm -hmm. And then it goes yeah. into the other scene uh, of them talking in the present, uh, mm. well, present for them, uh, <laughs> very much the future for us. Uh, so Rafi sort of has to walk off and go get fired. But essentially, <laughs> um, Picard seems like he's given up, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. that that's sort of where resigned. we find him at the beginning of this season uh, of the show is, like, he he's given up and he's sort of, like, he, he's angry, but he's not really doing anything about it and he's retired. And then stuff starts happening and he's back into the world. And mm-hmm. Rafi seems more upset that it took this instance, this thing to happen, for him to get back into things and um that he never came and saw her the whole time that it it
3: kind of struck me the same as how the admiral responded last episode to picard just picard's like hey i haven't seen you guys in a while anyway i need a ship so if i could just have one that'd be cool and it's like he did the same thing in both instances where like he was gone for a long time from both starfleet and from raffi's life and in both cases he just shows back up and like Seems to assume that everything is fine and both Starfleet <laughs> and Rafi are like, No, that's not how this works.
2: Yeah, he he, he sort of rocks up like, Hey, I'm John Luke Picard. Yeah. And um that scene in the last episode where the person's has no idea who he is. Yes.
0: You know, I thought that was great.
2: It it it's like, Oh right, he's just been gone for like a decade and a half. Right. Yeah, half unless people. someone's,
0: like, up on their, like, current political history, like, they wouldn't know who he is, probably.
3: Yeah. It makes me real sad to think that, that Picard would be forgotten in a decade and a half. Yeah. Maybe that's because it's I mean, been it's a... more than a decade and a half for us, and I'm like, well, we didn't forget about him? Come <laughs> yeah. on.
0: It's a It's a big universe though. you gotta remember. That's true.
2: Yeah. How many admirals do you know of? From well, 15 there's years Admiral ago. Admiral
0: Janeway and Admiral
3: Picard. There's Admiral Necheyev.
2: <laughs> Admiral uh, Akbar.
3: Admiral yes. Akbar, yep, yep. Uh, Admiral um, Adama. Um, yeah, there's probably you, you, some on Babylon 5, but I haven't watched that.
2: <laughs> you, you have no idea of any admirals that have served in the U.S. the last 20 years?
3: Two twenty, Come on. How old is the U.S.? That many years. That's how <laughs> no, well, few admirals I know. Yeah, well...
0: The only admiral I can think of off the top of my head, at least from history, is uh, Admiral Nelson, uh, who there's a rum named after, but he's uh, the British admiral that defeated Napoleon's navy. And um, I can't really think of any other admirals besides that. At least And
4: not you're the, the history person. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> See? Uh, uh, so I,
0: I work point. for the DOD um, and I know none <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could think of a few if I really thought about it but yeah
2: but yeah I, I, I'm just saying like the average person it's not a big part of their day so yes, that's true even if you're in Starfleet yeah I was gonna say admirals, that guy's in
3: Starfleet though mm. yeah but I
4: work for the say, DOD and I know no admirals
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> The only ones that he probably knows are the ones that he's working directly with.
3: Time out, guys. I've just realized. That's all I'm saying. That was episode two. What are we doing? We only have a limited time to talk, and we're talking about a thing that's not from this episode.
2: I think every episode's
0: going to get progressively longer.
2: (laughs) We're just talking about, like, Picard in general, and, like... (laughs) That sort of... That that sort of attitude that he seems to be carrying around with, right? Like the hubris, that yeah.
3: sheer fucking hubris.
2: <laughs> that whole scene with Rafi is like kind of pointing that out. His, like his, the, his sheer yeah. fucking hubris. Yeah, it, it, it's supposed to like be pointing out, uh, like. He he isn't the same man that he once was, but uh, at the same time, um, he he still thinks of himself as Admiral Picard mm-hmm. or Captain Picard.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's a good point that MC brings up, that Picard is still kind of living in the past. The world moved on without him, and so he's trying to make his, his way back into the world. Um, to kind of tie into that a little bit, um, towards the end, there's a moment where Picard's leaving his vineyard for what might be the last time. And I thought it was a very poignant moment because it really felt like, like Bilbo leaving the Shire from the Hobbit. You know what I mean? Like he's about to go on this adventure and he's saying goodbye to his home. And it, we don't know what's going to happen after this. You know, we don't know if he'll be back on earth at any point. Yeah. You know,
3: so we do I know that, that he's got it. a season two though. So he'll probably mm-hmm. live. You know that much. <laughs> yeah. Or I will wish you? they hadn't announced that. Maybe I really wish get... they hadn't announced that because, like Same. Becky, Becky is going we'll to he's gonna die, and I don't think she knows that there's a season two yet. So nobody oh, no. tell her. She doesn't listen to this, she does. does she? Fuck no.
4: So speaking of him living in the past, um, I noticed during the fight scene, like when it first starts, he has the biggest smile on his face. Like he's just like so excited he's to be so there.
3: excited. And he's so bad at it. Like, all right, fight scene happens. Romulans come in, and there's there's our good Romulan friend, and she grabs one of them and like disarms him and throws him aside. And then our male Romulan friend picks up a little baseball bat and hits a Romulan in the face and disarms one of them. And then Picard's like, "I'm going to get one," and he just gets thrown across the room. It's like, oh, hits him
4: with his cane. (laughs) Oh, you tried. Yeah, I think he shot at least one in the end.
3: Yeah, you guys. Notice in that scene how many Romulan disruptor pistols are hidden around Chateau Picard? Yeah. Did you realize that that's <laughs> yeah. what was happening? Uh-huh. Is that like it, it, his Tal Shiar like housemates? Five. I gotta believe he didn't realize that any of those were there, and he's like, "Look, well, you guys, what did you do with all these? What are these guns doing?" here
2: <laughs> See, I, I think it's the complete opposite. I think he actually told them, "Just put them around wherever you want."
0: <laughs> do you think? Do you think Picard is a Romulan asset? Uh, how do you mean? Like, like the Romulan Like a government. Russian asset? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't even realize maybe. Like they're pulling his strings and like those, that's two Romulan why they go out of the way to protect he him. He thinks there
3: is his friends, but really they are like still on the Tal Shiar payroll and their assignment is to keep Picard alive. Yes. Yes. I
4: this
1: theory. <laughs> I love it
4: so
2: much. It's funny.
3: Oh, give me it in a warm glass so I can drink it all. Oh, that's such a good idea. I like it.
2: <laughs> we, we've like skipped over a whole bunch of this show uh, uh we're just we jumping to around talk
3: about everything yeah we gotta well, talk about the big things
2: well there, there's one thing that i do want to bring up and uh it's a return of a beloved character
4: okay yes. hold on before you say that so <laughs> this is related but I had no clue there was any returning character in this episode until I saw someone tweet about, like, I can't believe they brought – so they, like, they like bleeped it out. I can't believe they brought bleep back in their tweet. And so I'm, like, sitting here thinking, who could be the returning character? So I wanted to take a guess at it.
1: Okay. And I'm
4: yeah. guessing it's the um, – I forgot her name. What was it? Uh, the Ramda, the woman Ooh. that was, like – a uh borg like returning borg person uh-huh. she seemed like she would have a backstory so is that the
0: romulan is? with does, the, the romulan with the triangular tarot cards
4: yes
3: yeah she should have a backstory she doesn't
4: No. so who's the returning not. character go ahead <laughs> mc
0: it's you it's uh, Hugh. yes i don't know who that is i, I on my ball, notes Hugh. i literally just write Hugh and then a Hugh, lot of a, about? question marks and exclamation uh, points so
2: It's in the scene um, when we come back to Soji, um, Hugh is the guy who's watching her on the security footage and then goes down and talks to her. Okay. And takes her to the Ronda.
4: So is he, like, reclaimed also? Because he had, like, all the stuff in his head. Okay. Two things.
3: One. I did not realize that was Hugh until after the episode because they apparently say his name once and it's like, wow, thank you so much, Hugh. And you're like, you just miss it if you aren't paying attention.
4: Yeah, I didn't Um, even know that guy had a name.
3: (laughs) Two, can I tell you Hugh's backstory, Tyler? Sure. I already did. And you forgot. (laughs) Do you remember when I told you about how no one's been reclaimed from the Borg except for Picard and maybe another person? And also this one time they rescued a Borg and they all became friends with him. And then Starfleet was like, use him to implant a virus to kill all the Borg. And they were like, no, we don't want to. And then they did it and their friend died. That was Hugh. Except that wasn't the last time we saw him because he came back later because he took his virus and he went to the (laughs) board cube and was like, hey, I'm a board, please reassimilate me. And they're like, cool. And they reassimilated him and got his virus in the board cube. Oh no, that's terrible. And then the board collective was like, hey, that cube over there, it's real messed up bye and they just disconnected from it exactly like what we're seeing here and I know what you're thinking oh so that's this Borg cube no it's not because then <laughs> what happened to that Borg cube is it got found by Data's evil twin brother Lore, and he really? was like a bunch of Borgs who are disconnected from the collective sweet I can make you into fully realized people just like me and I'll be your stupid king and they are like this sounds like a great idea and they joined forces with him and they're like yeah we're gonna be like Lore. <laughs> and then he kidnapped Data and forced Data to have his emotion chip in him and then Data was a bad guy for a while but then Hugh was there and he was like i don't want data to be my stupid king and so then he led a bunch of other borgs to rebel against lore and then they beat lore and they returned data to the enterprise and then lore left with a bunch of borg who were reclaimed so actually there's been a whole cube full of reclaimed borgs that lore's the stupid king of
0: <laughs> okay that was a good hmm. summary
3: and now he's back
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, I didn't I didn't realize it was hewitt at first either, but I um towards the beginning of the episode I was like I asked my fiance, is that Hugh? It looks kinda like Hugh, because we had literally just watched that episode uh before this season started, because I, I had a feeling it might be important in some way. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it turns out it really is. <laughs> yeah.
3: You might have heard it mentioned because he was one that um he was in one of the early trailers and people recognized the actor. And so I knew he was coming this season and I still didn't realize that that was him.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was him either so, until what's her face said his name, so.
2: Uh I I recognized him immediately because he has one of those faces that like I know that person and I think it was like a week ago, maybe two, I I also rewatched some Star Trek. It it was just randomly on TV and it was that episode, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, that's that guy.
1: I recognize <laughs> yeah. him."
2: Um, uh, but yeah, uh, th- this scene's pretty much like Hugh rocks up and he's like, "Hey, you want to try an experiment?" And then they go talk to it. Her. her name's actually Ramda. Ramda. From- yeah, I'm just gonna call her Ronda the whole time. Ronda <laughs> <because laughs> the Romulan. Uh, uh, that's all I heard whenever they said her name. I'm like, okay, her name's Rhonda. I'm like, it's not actually Rhonda, but that's her name now. Uh, uh, essentially, he walks up and he's like, uh, Dr. Asher, you, you want to come with me? We'll, we'll go talk to Rhonda and see what you can do. And some stuff happens.
3: The, the start of this is interesting to me because she brings her into like, what seems to be like a mental ward for reclaimed boards yeah. that have issues. Yeah. Like it very much felt like, like a nineties version of seeing uh, a mental hospital on TV. Like just everybody kind of sitting around and zoning out or, you know, there's one guy like drawing on the wall and stuff. Um, well, but she says, really? I don't remember what she calls them, the, the, the dysfunctional or she, there's some title she gives them, but she says they're all Romulan. And he says all the Romulans that have ever been assimilated. So, Every Romulan happened. that's ever been assimilated had their brain broken. Almost like whatever the secret that'll break your brain, if you find out, because the Zat Vash, they found out through being assimilated somehow.
2: Yeah. Which, um, I, I'm guessing um, the secret, the Borg have it.
3: Either the Borg they... have the secret, or there was a member of the Zat Vash who knew the secret in the group that got assimilated, so and when they
2: got assimilated, all the Romulans learned got all messed up <laughs> but yeah, hmm do you think that's what they also said
3: they also said that she was the last one who got assimilated, which yeah. means like, is the secret what caused that cube to get disconnected, like is that why the oh, Borg no. abandoned that hmm. cube was because of the secret
4: oh, could be. Uh, so were you following, uh Soji kept talking about something about a shared narrative framework for yeah. them to deal with their trauma. And I'm like, "What? I, I don't,
0: it was like um, they were referencing like mythology and archetypes and stuff, which I thought was really cool. It seems yeah, because- like that fits with the Romulan uh, sort of uh, their way of looking at things, their, you know, views and stuff, their philosophy, I guess is what I'm getting at.
2: Yeah. Uh, so do you know about, how this actually works on Earth.
4: What do you mean? I,
2: I mean, all different cultures seem oh. to have uh, a basis oh, yeah. for mythology. Yeah. Right. Like, totally. they all set, share similar traits and whatnot. And mm-hmm. You got creation myths yeah. with
0: a lot of similar themes. A and, lot of uh, flood myths and all that yes. stuff. Yes. Essentially,
2: yeah. in um, Star Trek, it's like that, but for the whole universe.
1: <laughs> okay. There's, like,
2: these shared narratives, because there's a couple of movies that deal with one of them. uh like, oh God. <laughs> so there's yeah. this
3: one time when... <laughs> Kirk and Spock and Bones are having a campfire, and they're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. (laughs) And then the scientist from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is hanging out on a shitty desert planet, and he gets attacked by a Vulcan who laughs. And then Uhura does a fan dance. And then it turns out that the laughing Vulcan is Spock's brother, and he makes people relive their worst moments, and then he laughs at them, and that makes them his disciples or something. And then he steals the Enterprise to fly to the center of the universe to meet God, and Kirk is like, but what does God need with a starship? And then it turns out it's not God, and there's
0: then it ends, and it's terrible. It's not a great movie, but I kind of love it. Uh, so it wasn't <laughs> it's, it's a god? terrible it's a terrible movie, but it's a really fun It's, it's a really fun bad movie, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't
3: god, but you could make the assumption that he was the inspiration for belief in a god just like this one time when the enterprise landed on this planet and apollo was there and he's like so bitches i'm apollo and they were like Um, you are actually apollo okay (laughs) cool and he's like yeah i used to kick it on earth back in the day it was pretty sweet but now i'm stuck here y'all want to worship me and they're like no bye and he's like ah dip
0: (laughs) i always so i always read um this is sort of a retcon i guess but q I, I mm-hmm. feel like, like the god entity from Star Trek V was a Q that just kind of went rogue and they trapped him on that planet. That'd be an interesting idea. What is a Q? I, I would like what? to see
3: more of that, except for that <laughs> they've abandoned Star Trek
0: V from the canon. They really have. Okay. So
2: <laughs> so it's one time... Wait, T- wait, T- wait, wait, wait. Before you get into all that... I, I just a wanna, lot to uh, explain. Uh, so with that whole mythology thing... Uh, let, mm-hmm. let me just wrap it up real quick, uh, and <laughs> we'll get back on track. Yeah, back the, on track. Um, that entity <laughs> yes. at the center of the universe. They everyone thinks it's God up until a point, and then they realise, oh, maybe it's the icon for the devil or whatever, <laughs> and they dip out. But, mm. essentially, yeah. uh, but essentially, all these sort of mythology things happen um through multiple uh cultures in the Star Trek universe and they pull all that information and whatnot for that that but that's what I'm saying is happening here with the Romulans and in this scene particularly What I'm, the
3: what I'm unclear on though is she's is she trying to find what is she trying to get access to what Romulus's version of those myths are or is she mm-hmm. trying to find out if the Borg have their own version of those myths?
2: I think both.
3: Okay. Because the Romulan wouldn't tell. Like, like if you met a Romulan on the street and were like, hey, did y'all have a myth about a flood in your history? They'd be like, oh, what's that over there? And you'd look over your shoulder like, what? I don't see anything. And then they would stab you to death in the spine <laughs> yes. because that's how Romulans <laughs> roll.
2: Yeah. Uh- I think you know that it would be a, a phaser pistol, not, not a stab. They, they, they don't Hopefully really be set on state of weapons. They don't have stun. That's
3: such a, it's a, it's a dumb line. It's a good line, but it's a dumb <laughs> line. Because, of course, they would have stun. Because Romulans would totally be the kind of people that would do exactly what Picard did. They would stun you and then tie you up and be like, hey, now you're going to tell me all of your secrets before <laughs> I kill you. Okay. So Tyler, this one time, the Enterprise is flying through space, having a merry old time. What's that? There's a big net in front of him. That's weird. Let's turn around and fly the other direction. Oh my gosh, the big net's still there. Let's fly the other direction. It's still there. What's going on? Oh, cool. It's this like John Delancey and he's got amazing cosmic powers and he's putting humanity on trial because he thinks that we're like a disgrace to the universe. And so he's going to give us a test and see how we do. And then we do okay, And he's like, all right, fine. I'll let Tasha Yara to the penalty box. But you guys, I'm watching you. And then he shows up and he's like, Riker, you want unlimited cosmic power? And Riker's like, yeah. And he turns Wesley into a grown up and Jordy (laughs) looks at him and is like nice and then riker's like wait i don't want these powers anymore and he gives them back and then he shows up another time and there's something about robin hood and then uh one time <laughs> yeah. some Q's had a kid and then who had a kid uh there's uh, other his name's q but then their name is q and they had a kid and the kid's name is q and then then he that showed up and sense. was like uh, picard never hit me and then he showed up again and was like Hey, you're on trial again. Check it out. The world's going to end in the future and you've got a brain damage in your head that's going to make you sick and die, Picard. And I'm going to take you to three different time zones and you have to figure out the puzzle and you solved it. Good job. Humanity's not on trial anymore, but I'm going to keep showing up over on Voyager and check it out. Here's the continuum. It's a desert. (laughs) And oh man, I really want to have a baby. Uh, here's this other cue. He's old and he wants to die and we're not going to let him, but we'll give him the death penalty, even though we won't let him commit suicide. And then, hey, I had a kid. Will you take care of him? Cause I'm a deadbeat dad. And then he hasn't shown up since then.
0: I love how all of that makes perfect sense <laughs> if you've seen all of Star Trek. Yeah, but to it, Tyler, it, he probably it sounds like the rantings of a crazy person. I'm still trying to figure out what a Q is. <laughs> it's a, it's John, an entity,
3: John Delancey with great cosmic entity. power, humanity on trial. He's babies, sort of a, death, it, so
0: it's Riker. weird. It's it's very it's not the kind of thing you see in Trek a lot, but he's basically a genie. Uh, he's sort of a fifth dimensional being, so he exists outside of time, and he he sees things in a very weird way. Like he, he doesn't take things seriously at all. He's sort of like Loki, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. He's Loki's very a very good
1: Loki.
3: analogy. Loki with unlimited cosmic power.
0: So is it a pretty much different
4: ones so every time? Or is it the same Q? No, it's
3: <laughs> well, well it's, he, he's the Q and he's a representative of the Q, which include Q and Q and Q <laughs> and Q <laughs> and Q.
2: The um, one who died. Troy, son you forgot Q. Q. Yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah! That other Q.
0: (laughs) The cool thing about Q uh, is that he's sort of comic relief, but every now and then, an episode with him ends up being like the most profound thing. You know what I mean? Like, like he's in he's in the series finale of Next Generation, and it's probably my favorite episode. He's also in the premiere. He kinda, he's kind of the thing that ties that whole show together.
3: Yeah. So, so the, the first episode, he puts humanity on trial. And then the last episode is where he's like,
0: You realize the trial hasn't ended.
3: I guess you guys are doing pretty good, but I'm still watching.
0: Yeah. So he's still watching now, you think? Well, well hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of hope he shows
2: up. What do you Depends think?
3: on if John Delancey wants a paycheck or not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be another cue that turns up.
3: It could be. It could be his son, played by John DeLancey's son. (laughs) I forgot about the time that the Q were having a civil war, and it looked exactly like the American Civil War, and they got (laughs) defeated by the crew of Voyager with muskets. (laughs)
4: That's
2: (laughs) true. Yeah, that happens. (laughs) Why do they have
4: muskets?
3: Well, don't worry, they're Q muskets.
4: Okay.
2: They're specifically designed to kill Q. All right. They
0: kind of explained it that, like, they had to make it so the humans could kind of perceive what the cues were seeing. I, I never really. It's hard to explain.
3: <laughs> it was bad, Eric. You don't have to apologize for Voyager when it did a bad <laughs> job.
2: <laughs> it essentially it, it boils down to fifth-dimensional beings dumbed down things for three-dimensional beings.
0: Real or quick, one of my for... favorite, and
2: they
3: dumbed them down into muskets.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Real quick, one of my favorite Q episodes is actually that episode where he shows up on DS Nine and Cisco doesn't take any shit from him, and he he never came back.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Cisco punched oh, him in the face.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: you hit me, Picard never hit me.
0: Yeah, like he was pestering Picard like every season, but like he shows up one once on DS Nine and Cisco's like, nope.
2: Yeah, full on decks him, and, and, and he's like you guys know fun i'm out of here uh, yeah
0: he's like
3: <laughs> i'm gonna go hang out in the delta quadrant with, yeah. with kate Ugh, don't call her kate you creeper
0: so speaking of cameos though uh with Hugh and everything one of the things i like about the show so far is it is it's got cameos but it isn't like front loading this season full of them it's kind of spacing them out and they kind of drop in unannounced you know it's like oh oh yeah. that's Hugh. I know uh, I so know I thought of, that was a good approach.
3: I know of upcoming cameos that I would love to talk about, but A, maybe there's listeners who don't know, but B, I think it's really fun for Tyler to try to guess what the cameos are when they happen, so I don't yes. want to talk about them cuz I want him to figure out when it's a returning <laughs> character.
1: Hmm.
0: I kind of hope someone from uh Deep Space 9 does show up at some point. I think that'd be cool. I mean, it um, makes sense. Oh, do you know something? Don't tell us.
2: Uh, I mean, the big one that would be best from uh, Deep Space Nine, just because he was on the Next Generation, would be Worf.
0: Yeah, O'Brien. He was on Next Gen. O'Brien oh, would be great. Yeah. Um,
3: I hope Worf doesn't show up because that would be CBS. Like, so well, no. this one time there's a Klingon and he was a good I guy and Warf. his name is Worf. Anyway. He's played by a guy named Michael Dorn, who, like, since Star Trek has been off the air, has been like, CBS, let me make a show. Let me do Captain Worf. We got this whole idea. I'll be in charge. It Please, come on. Captain Worf, it'll be so cool. And he's been trying... For like 20 years to get Captain Worf to happen. And CBS is like, no, no, we're not going to do it. Uh-uh. Hey, look, we got new shows. You don't get to be on them. And they and gave, they 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 gave a show
0: on... to uh, Patrick Stewart, who wasn't asking for it.
3: Right? If if they bring him on into Patrick Stewart's show, like, that, <laughs> I feel like that'll just be making it more insulting that they didn't give him his own yeah. show.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
4: Uh, so speaking of Picard, uh, you guys want to talk about Picard? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. So... Um, so we get the like reappearance of uh Dodge and um forgot her name. Well just they're both Dodge. I think they get Vash. referred to at one point. V- no, no, Vox
3: is
1: a Soji, person. never mind. Soji. Right? I wanted to
4: call her Joji. But yeah. <laughs> well, that one scientist did she was like, We gotta go find the other Dodge. Um but yeah, so we get a return of their mom. And I'm still trying to figure out what's happening there. I feel like she's not a real person.
2: Uh yeah, yeah. that that's that's what I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting, like, AI whiffs off of yeah. her. Like, it, she was... Uh, she's programmed so they both could call her, but um, I'm guessing that she sort of puts them in a hypnotic state and makes them forget things. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe also <clears throat> is, like, um, an outside monitor for their mental health. Because...
3: I'm... The- The thing I'm wondering is whether that's entirely internal for them, or if somebody is on the other end of the line. Like, is Maddox monitoring them through them trying to reach out to their mother? Or is it entirely in their heads when they talk to her?
2: Well, if it's an AI, it could be reporting back to him, but just giving him, like, cliff notes.
3: Well, I guess that's my question is, is it an AI that is external to them that could do that, or is it just built into their program and they think they're calling her and really yeah. she's just holding a pad in front of her that's not doing anything. I want to believe that Maddox is using that to monitor them.
0: That's, that's what you I think... want,
3: because I don't want him to just be like, I've made you, goodbye! I, I want him to be more involved somehow.
0: Do you think Maddox is working with the Romulans? In some way?
2: Uh, no, I think he's working against them. Hmm. Okay. I think... Because Do you think he planted
0: whole... her there,
3: I think he's working in the interest of synthetic life forms, which okay. happens to put him at odds with the zat Vash.
1: Mm.
0: okay, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense
2: uh, but also um having her go to the cube and mm-hmm. work there is probably information gathering essentially because. She's seeking out this one person and trying to discover this hidden mythos. And well, I guess Maddox might be looking for why uh, the Romulans don't like synthetics.
3: I think it's more specific than that. I think that the, the the one thing that you could do that would be in the interest of synthetic life forms at this point in future history is prove. That, like everyone's distrust of synthetics, comes from not knowing why the attack on Mars happened. So if he can mm-hmm. find proof that the attack on Mars was not the fault of the synthetics, but was something else, then that's in the best interest of synthetic lifeforms. So I think that's what he's after, and therefore what what um, Soju 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 Soju. I'm calling her Soju now. <laughs> um, that's so. That's what she would be after. Is is that proof of of why what happened? What happened? Or why what happened happened? And I think that that's going to then be tied into whatever secret the Zavosh are hiding. And so, like, like I said, I I don't think that they're he's working specifically against Romulans at all. It's just that I think that the answers he's looking for are answers that that the Tal Shiar Shiar is trying to hide. Yeah, that's where that I'm at. Sense. And also somehow the mirror universe is involved. <laughs>
2: Just because of those sunglasses.
3: Just those sunglasses, man. That <laughs> giveaway. It's like a goatee. Be be just as damning if she showed up with a goatee on. <laughs> if she had
1: a goatee on.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that uh, that episode of Star Trek
1: uh,
2: mm-hmm. has influenced so much of pop culture because now whenever anyone travels to a evil universe, their yeah. alter ego has yeah. a goatee.
3: Yeah, everybody does that. South Park's done. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. everybody's done it. Ah. Uh, this is completely off topic, but I just realized, Eric, you know how we were talking about we should get Tyler to watch more Star Trek after this? Yes. I have a new premise. We should okay. make Tyler watch the episodes that I've recapped and then evaluate them.
0: <laughs> it's not a bad idea. 1st It'll of all.
3: cover most of Star Trek by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. So I really like this whole motley crew that Picard and them are putting together. Um, you got, you know, Captain Rio, what was her name? Dr. Girardi. Um, I prefer Agnes. It's it's a solid name. Agnes. (laughs) Agnes is good. Um, but yeah, they're all, what's cool is they're all kind of broken characters. You know, they all, they're at a weird place in their life. And I think, uh, throughout the course of the show, we'll kind of see them, you know, finding a family in each other, which I think is a really cool setup. Yeah. And it's, it feels very different from a lot of the previous series in that way
4: uh so speaking of uh, agnes do you think she's like sincerely just wanting to be there for knowledge purposes because i thought it was weird how we see her talking to uh i don't not admiral but command Com- commodore commodore o. commodore o. Oh, Snap! yeah and then the next time we see her she's just like take me with you
2: i've um
3: i want her to be there for pure reasons but I think just because that actor actress is actor that actor I don't need to say actress she's an actor Tyler okay Get off it what uh, I've seen I her think places it's
4: just, <laughs> she's been on American Horror Story
3: I like her a lot and I think that's my problem is that she's like so charming to mm-hmm. me that I'll be really like crestfallen if she turns out to be evil I'll be like oh but come on you're so nice
4: she turned out to be evil once on American Horror Story
3: I don't acknowledge that show's existence.
4: It's I, I've i watched every season, and I've only liked the first one. But just like, maybe this will be I've a watched, good one.
3: I've watched about 18 seconds of that show, and I pooped my pants and ran out really? of the room. So. I,
4: I don't think it's scary. It's just weird.
3: I don't do scary things.
4: I still have to see it. <laughs> did you I'm just sure check I'll behind look. you to make sure your wife wasn't sneaking up <laughs> yes, on you?
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was worried that she had wonderful, ironic timing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, so um even though this episode was once again very exposition heavy I, it feels like the story's starting to get started you know it feels like there's a little bit of momentum towards the end so i'm really excited for the next one did anyone watch the trailer for the next one
2: uh no uh, i don't like spoilers so yeah. i've been skipping all I, the trailers
3: okay fair enough i've been skipping I, them too I, it's, I it's tough it. because it's like It's not, (laughs) I I struggle, I don't consider it a true spoiler, because it's like, well, they're deciding to put it out, but then I'm like, okay, hang on, if the show told me, hey, the writers and directors of the show decided that this was going to be the trailer at the end of the episode, I'd be like, cool, but I know that's not what happened, marketing people decided it's (laughs) going to be a trailer at the end of the episode, and I don't trust marketing people not to accidentally ruin the narrative momentum of the show, so
0: I don't watch them. Okay, well, I guess I won't spoil anything, but there's, I've got some questions about what happens, because... Yeah, I don't. I, I guess I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple things we see. It's like it's like, oh, I wonder what that's all about. Well, and Tyler doesn't know what I'm talking about because he doesn't know the references. The, <laughs> the, <laughs>
1: there's, like, that sounds I'm very seen
2: online That uh, I know don't, there's don't, characters don't, coming don't, don't out. Don't talk about
3: characters that are coming because I really. Well, no, it's, not, it's, it's not necessarily... necessarily
0: char- okay, there's a species that we see. Interesting planet planet of this species no, 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 it's not know. a spoiler that's know. not much i'm not saying who it is. <laughs> it's not a spoiler but um, there's a certain ship we see in this trailer <laughs> very briefly very Why briefly are you talking the millennium falcon <laughs> <laughs>
1: <No.
0: laughs> all i want to say is i'm very excited to see that ship and i really hope that that is the next episode it you know, turns sometimes out it the
3: Disney bought Star Trek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so it sounds like
4: Eric liked the episode. What you think overall, Troy?
3: Um, I liked it. I this is Except the first one I haven't it, gone back and watched a second time before we recorded, um, just because the timing didn't work out. But I really liked it. Um,
0: Except for the poor people in the Federation, right? <laughs> and yeah, that, that's Clinton. Th-
3: that is my biggest, my biggest hang up. It, well, because there's she's poor, and then also like they talk about I don't know how like much your pilot costs, and he's like, oh, I'm very expensive. I'm Like you don't have money. <laughs> like that's that's the tentpole. He sounded of
4: like he was joking when he said the United
3: Federation of Planets. But I see. I don't think he is. I mean, I think he was saying that in a joking tone. But I think he like he's looking to get paid, and yeah. that doesn't like there is an economy in the universe of Star Trek because there's a species called the Ferengi that. Yep are a problematic stereotype of a particular group of people that are very concerned with getting all the money Mm. that they can't. It's a little bit of an issue. Actually, it's a lot of an issue, but they are one of the most fun character races in Star Trek and they have money and Starfleet interacts with them. Starfleet people go to bars that are run by Ferengi and presumably they pay for their drinks and nobody really explains how or why. Um, (laughs) So so there is an economy, but (laughs) listen,
2: (laughs) Okay, He's so things have really
3: big ears, and they really like it when people touch their ears. But some <laughs> people don't know that, so they're like, "Oh, yeah, I just got, I just got a little itch on my ear here. Could you, oh, 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 scratch my ear?" And that happens on broadcast television, and nobody talks about it. That's weird. Um, it's yeah. very weird. Um, so yeah, that that pulled me out of it, and it, it really bothered me. And it, I think what bothered me about it is that it's not explained within the context of the show, like. If they said, if he was like, yeah, it takes a lot because I got to pay these Ferengi taxes to get through their space. I'd be like, OK, cool. I like I understand where we're at and why that's necessary. But as it stands, but it just it seems like there is an economy on Earth and there's not supposed to be.
1: Hmm.
0: But see, maybe info dumps like that would kind of slow the show down more than it needs to. So maybe that's why they kind of glossed over it. We might get lost
3: though. We might get. I'd be like if they were like, remember that time there was a Death Star? Anyway, like what? No, that didn't happen.
0: So you have to view this show like each season is an episode. You know, it's not like old Star Trek where it's very episodic. You know, this is Mm. we don't we don't have the full story yet. You know, that's maybe there'll be a flashback again. It'll be like, 14 years
4: episode. ago, we ha- we started an economy for some reason.
3: <laughs> we decided that we were tired not. of pe- taking care of our poor people, and we started putting them on cages at the border, and oh, we're going to make the audience pay for it. And I'd be like, okay, oh, now no. I
4: understand. <laughs> uh, so, MC, what do you think about the episode?
2: Uh, I like how it's building towards something. Like, it hasn't yes. reached... Uh, like, like, it's still building up, like, the story, where mm. we're headed uh, what's going on, uh, all that sort of stuff, it, it, like, built up even more in this episode, and there was, uh, I, believe the action, lore, and, like, uh, everything else, uh, like, the storytelling was well balanced, so, I, I think this is actually probably better than the first episode, and way better than the second episode, because it, we see where the series is headed. Mm-hmm. At this point. Especially right at the end of this um, episode. And um, there's a bit of fan service in that last scene. Uh,
0: yes! <laughs> did Tyler notice it is what I'm oh, curious about. Oh, the engage yeah.
4: part? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. I love how Rafi just kind of rolls her eyes when he says it. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you
4: who cried.
3: I didn't
4: cry. I <laughs> truly nah.
1: cried.
3: If it had caught me by surprise, a, I would have cared I, more, but it was, like, telegraphed, like,
0: yeah,
1: they it had felt the like
3: there was, like, 30 seconds of build-up of, like, is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say it? And it's like, yeah, he's gonna say it. We get uh, it, Star
0: Trek. It, it was cheesy, but it was good, it was good fan service. I yeah. liked it.
2: Yeah. My, my, my reaction was more like, uh, Agnes, and big smile. That, that was about
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. Why does she have a big smile? She doesn't know that he says engage the only one on there who should even react is rafi she should be like oh yeah he's saying the thing and and everyone else should be like okay that's a weird way to say let's go
4: uh speaking (laughs) of agnes again i thought when she was talking to rafi and she was like who are you lady that was like i don't it was a weird line like it kind of didn't fit her personality (laughs) she just got suddenly (laughs) sassy but i liked it
3: yeah yeah uh Hey, Tyler, did you like it? Uh,
4: I didn't like it better than the first episode. I just felt like that one was like an episode just like built to get you sucked in and it worked. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was kind of like eh, boring. And then this one was better than the second one. Um, but I still felt like, I don't know, there were some parts of it that just didn't like sit with me it wasn't your whole economy thing because i didn't even know anything about that i didn't think about it (laughs) you've mentioned before that like they don't have money but they were talking about money i didn't even think about it so yeah it was okay i hope the next one's better hopefully hey troy so i was gonna ask you a question okay if you were in a ship and you were like gonna tell people like you're ready to go what would you what would you say
3: Um, I have been played a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2 lately. I'm like at the very end of the game. Like, do you like not it now? Close to the end of the game. No, I hate it. Um <laughs> I thought this game was gonna end like literally four days ago. I was like, all right, here we go, gonna finish this game. and It just keeps going. Um But one of the things I do love about that game is ride with me. Anytime somebody's like, listen, I need your help, they're like, ride with me. And so that's what I'd say when it was time to go and be like <laughs> All right, everybody, you ready for this? Ride with me. And then we'd go. You have to say it as a question or you go ride with me. Maybe that's the way to do it. But yeah, that'd be mine. How about you, MC?
2: Z.
0: Okay, that's good. I like it.
2: Yeah, that's about I've always, the thing.
0: <laughs> I've always liked, uh, what was it? Um, Lorca's approach where he was just like, go.
2: Yeah. And uh and Pike,
0: I think, said uh, punch it. Which is punch, <laughs> punch it! it. <laughs> that just makes it seem uh, like you're in a rush every just, time you go. Yeah, I mean they're going faster than light, so you know that's pretty. pretty Why do they
3: ever not go maximum warp? Anyway, never mind. Tyler, what was yours?
0: Uh,
4: <laughs> I imagine
0: it's taxing on the engines.
4: Uh, well, did you decide one, Eric? You mentioned a few. Which one would be yours? Uh, I'd have to flip a coin. That's a weird thing to say.
1: <laughs> every, every time, every time. <laughs> Captain, we're ready.
3: Course laid in. Oh, okay, just a second. Has anybody got a quarter? Oh, shit. We don't have money. Damn it.
4: <laughs> That's why they have money now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> some indecisive Commodore was like, we need an economy.
2: It's all, it's all Eric's fault.
4: <laughs> uh, so for some reason what's coming are to mind to me <laughs> are we there yet <laughs> Tears? <It's yours. laughs> uh so what's right coming away. to mind to right me does it really make sense for this but it also reminds me of a point I wanted to bring up I'm disappointed that number one's not going to space
0: um there's no dogs in space though yeah why not i was wondering if he was originally supposed to be on the ship but then like this dog can't act (laughs) 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 but yeah
4: so related to that i was gonna say load up it doesn't really make sense because they're already on the ship
0: (laughs) they are that's true (laughs) i like that i think that could work So
3: you should listen to Tyler's podcast too young for this hit. It's this one. Good job. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave it a five star review. On uh-huh.
4: I'm told that sometime around uh, the time that uh, Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars season seven comes out, the episode we recorded like two months ago oh, God. about Clone Wars. Right. I, I've been told <laughs> I that that's going to that. come out.
3: Oh man, I forgot about that recording. <laughs> yep, That recording is why now every time I go to record a podcast with you, no, my wife's gonna be like, so it's gonna be like three hours? And I'm like, No, probably not. <laughs>
4: Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh people can find MC and Troy because we're doing each other's plugs. Um uh, they can find more of them on the best animated shows ever, best animated show ever so far, so which far. is uh base. Bases, yes. yeah. I was right. trying to think. It's bases F cast. No, I know that's not how you say it, but that's how I'm saying it. Bases F cast. It's simpler. Uh, yeah, so you can find them on where Twitter can, at that. And they, where can they find my podcast? Uh, oh, where can you? <laughs> I don't know who does Eric's, Eric's blog? podcast
3: is only available if you send in a uh, self-stamped uh, envelope <laughs> yeah. to. Uh, The BBC, they've actually bought it outright, which is pretty cool, Uh, (laughs) requesting Epic Fails of History. That's epic with a K. And if you send that in with uh, $10.71, then they will send you back a floppy disk with his podcast on it. Um, It's in a very, very terrible quality. They really had to compress it to get it on that floppy disk. Um, But that's, that's how you can find Epic Fails of History.
0: Now I kind of want to do that as like a promotional thing. <laughs> floppy <disk>. <laughs> <laughs> mail out floppy disk episodes.
2: Uh, the, the hardest part about that is not finding a drive. It's going to be finding the actual floppy disks. Yeah,
4: I have a few. For some reason, um, I might have a's to use them as coasters.
0: I don't have a I don't have a floppy disk writer. Oh, or I writer, don't either. For that <laughs> I'm sure yeah. we can find. I them. think we have one yeah. at
4: work. I think we have a USB one for some reason. Just hijack it. No one will. No one will miss it.
3: <laughs> Eric also has a book series called Epic Fails, but that's epic with a C. Yeah,
4: <laughs> and uh, Troy has some uh, shirt designs that at least two of them I think are Star Trek related. Uh, you can find those on his website, turtlepower dot com. There are two. They're the same design, I, probably. But you changed the yeah, name. Yeah, there's
3: a Jordy's one and an O'Brien one. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 got to be point. more than that. Uh, I should do some based on dumb jokes that we've made on here. I don't know but what Jesus, be, but I should. Something. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little embarrassed by Butt Jesus. I love Butt Jesus. It's hard for me to embrace Butt Jesus. M- Meg loved Butt
0: Jesus, by the way. <laughs> I'm glad. I worry about Butt Jesus <laughs> getting the wrong kind of attention. <laughs> um but uh yeah you can uh look forward to seeing or hearing us all again on uh podcasters assemble uh oh yeah and we'll that back up soon we're yeah hey you want to announce it season 003 uh we're covering the daniel craig bond movies soon yeah uh, up to the new one so yeah that's gonna be fun yeah i can't wait i wish craig was uh, spelled I'd with excited. a k we should have uh, details out about that soon, right? right
3: yeah, right go from. to @castersassemble on Twitter, and there will be stuff. And now I will be motivated to get stuff really together yep. before this episode comes <laughs> Which out. Which will
4: come out Tuesday, so.
3: Okay, I will do my best. <laughs> um, Sounds good. Is that it? I think that's it.
4: Um, all right. How do we end the show, Troy? Well,
3: then we will see you all at Expensive Cloud, because apparently we have an economy, so this cloud ain't free for <laughs> to beam up.
1: <laughs> MC
4: didn't do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: What happened there was Eric and I ended up on the other side of the transporter. I'm like,
1: what the hell, is
2: MC? <laughs> <laughs> She's standing on the pack, going, ah,
3: oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he a morphed in up. with Tyler. Tyler's it, it, standing
3: there at the transporter controls, going, ah, I'm not gonna slide <laughs> it until you do it.
0: I don't want
4: to. Don't make me kill you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I arrive. Uh, Two minutes later, backwards, <laughs> yeah. facing the opposite <laughs>
1: direction <to everyone>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a space. A show. I was just gonna, I was just gonna like <laughs> recite a whole scene from Spaceballs for you guys, and I'm like, that's not, that's not podcasting. That's terrible. Like, Remember that part in Spaceballs where Mel Brooks goes through a transporter and it's backwards, and he's like, my butt's backwards. These pants yeah. always make my butt look so. And that's terrible podcasting. Yeah, well, the, we well the, the
4: episode's over, so it's okay.
3: <laughs> oh, good. Hello, my name's Bill. Uh,
4: I'm, uh, you know, I'm here in the UK, doing UK things, not being eaten by giant people. And I'm Tyler, in the US, also not being eaten by giant people. And we host The Coordinate, an Attack on Titan podcast, where we uh, are... Hold on a second, Tyler. Hold on. There's some weird noises going on outside the door. Let let me just go check it out quickly. (sighs)
2: Ah, it's Twitter, Troy Titan. Ah, ah, my leg! Ah, he's eating my leg. Ah, Bill. No. Mm, oh, oh, he's gone. He's eating my bloody leg, Tyler. Eating my f- leg. Oh.
4: Uh. Anyways, uh, we're a monthly podcast where we read oh, oh. an arc of the manga a oh. month. To try to get Bill caught up. Uh, Bill, you want to tell them where they can find us? Uh, what? What? You what, what? What do you want? Where can people listen to the podcast? <laughs> I
2: don't uh, don't have a clue. Oh, he's going to eat
4: me. He's going to eat me. Why are there so many cats in here? Can I get a new co-host? This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network.
3: Follow us on Twitter
4: at Probably Work
3: for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>